interject a little bit more yeah, better? I definitely need to. Yeah, you do. I was. Gonna, I said. Soft on each other, really. Yeah, I said we because I was feeling bad for you. Really, it's you. You <laughs> sucked. Uh, yeah, you're so. such an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Okay, let's get started. Okay. Hey, welcome to Why Would You Go There? This is a show about. Uh, travel to just regular idiots talking about places that they've been. Uh, my name is Troy. Uh, I have uh, personally been to 41 states and 12 different countries, and I'm joined today by my sometimes friend, uh, always co-worker, uh, Lee, who has is the most traveled guy that I know. Lee, how many places have you been? I have been to 48 states. I still lack Maine and North Dakota. And then I've been to 31 countries, and I actually just got back. I added to that list, so uh, I was at 29, and I uh, went to India and to the Maldives. Nice, nice. How was India? Uh, India was what most people would expect. It's uh, My wife did not like it, uh, but I can appreciate it kind of for what, what it is, what the culture it is. Uh, the Maldives was something on a whole different level. Everything that you have ever seen in a magazine— or on TV, that's exactly what it was. It was pretty incredible. Well, today we're going to talk about uh, what I thought until just a little while ago was uh, both of our favorite cities in this country, uh, but I found it it's it's not your favorite city. It's close. I, I do love me some Boston. Okay, we're going to talk but, about Boston, right. But I, I like Las Vegas, too, so it, it might take the Which edge, is a different but... show, so stop talking about sorry, Vegas. Sorry, sorry. We'll do okay. Vegas at another time. Okay. Uh, but I think the first thing we, we want to talk about when we're talking about uh, uh, Boston is the most important thing, how to get around. All right. So to me, I, th- I think the best way to get around is with the T. And that's what their subway system is called. It's very simple, very easy, very clean. Uh, it can get you just about anywhere you want to go. It's a pretty small, compact city. There's not many lines is what they call them. You know, so you don't have to switch around on a bunch of different trains. Uh, I yeah, usually, there's kind of just like one hub. Yeah. Uh, and so you're going north, south, or east and west, basically. Essentially, right. yeah. yeah. You can you can get on a T from the airport, so it's pretty simple. You know, you can always take a taxi or something if you want to, but uh, that could cause you some traffic. I've actually rented a car there once, and I would advise against that for sure. Uh, traffic there can be pretty crazy. Uh, but the T is, is – Yeah, people do – you know, Uber's a big thing now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Lyft and all that kind of stuff. In Boston, I, I would say you do not want to do that. You want to ride the subway uh, or walk. It's a really walkable city. It's, it's maybe the most walkable city in this country. Very true. Yeah, and you never feel uneasy on the subway either or, for that matter, walking. I mean, most of the areas that you go are going to be pretty nice. So, uh, And they have these big red T's uh, all over the city where you just mm-hmm. – uh, you see the – you can see that big red T from anywhere and uh, you just walk over there, walk down, and it's it's really – like you said, it's the giant maps on the wall, very easy. It's not like New York where yeah. the subway in New York is a little more confusing and a lot more nasty. Yeah. Uh, Boston is, is really – I've been on a subway in Paris, been su- on subway in London uh, – this is by far the cleanest subway that I've that I've ever been on. It is. It is. All right. So, what are your must dos? What's something that you think that we need to do while we're there? Well, I think one of the things if if I'm telling somebody, uh, hey, you guys, you're, we're, we're going to Boston. The one thing that I think you have to do in Boston is the Freedom Trail. And I know you uh, you don't love the Freedom Trail. Uh, I love it once. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've done the Freedom Trail twelve. I've done the Freedom Trail twice, uh, uh, and I would do it again tomorrow if I went to Boston. Uh, you learn something new every time. Uh, the Freedom Trail is basically it's it starts in Boston Common, which is this really nice park that they have right in the middle of the city. Uh, it's it's kind of in the heart of the city. It's like a, maybe a small. Central Park. Mm-hmm. A nice thing about Boston is they have lots of parks throughout. They do uh, throughout the city, but this is a, really a, a pretty big si- uh, park in the middle of the city, and Bos- and right there at the vis- visitor center costs you about twelve dollars to get a guide, and they have this red line. You don't even have to have a guide if you don't want. They have this red line painted all over the streets. You just walk from uh, from place to place and they talk about this is where uh, this is uh, Paul Revere's house this is where the Boston Mass- Boston massacre happened so there's all these different sites that you can see and you'll get a little history if you get a tour guide uh, and you can get a tour guide that's either dressed in street clothes or that's a character guide uh, and I have done that both done it both times with a character and I love to see somebody that's, you would you are yeah, a character. That's playing the role of somebody from 200 years ago. Uh, kind of Did they let you dress up too? I was dressed up anyway. Yeah, 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 I don't doubt that at all. So it is pretty neat. You know, it's two and a half miles, so it's it's not too strenuous. Uh, you can do it all in a day pretty easily. Uh, a lot of great information there. A ton you can of do history. half of it. So you can do half of the just the stuff that's kind of right around yeah. uh, Boston Common, uh, and then it kind of stop, stops at about where Paul Revere's house is. Or you can go Bunker Hill and do all the the northern stuff. Yeah. If you want to spend a lot more time, if you're old like you, you can break yeah. it up in half. I, yes. I did yeah. break it up yeah. in half. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, a lot of great history there. It is pretty cool that you can go and and see. The old North Church, or you know, stuff that you hear about and from from the history books. Uh, so it's it's pretty cool how some of that's still intact. Yeah, they have a, on one side they have a uh, uh, the fifty fourth Massachusetts uh, regiment, a, a big statue of when they walk down, and that's you'll recognize them. That's from the movie Glory. Uh, oh, and yeah. They have. Uh, the Matthew Broderick character. Great is, movie. Yeah, it is a great movie. And they've got the whole statue right there of, of when uh, when they walk down that street on their way, these vol- African-American regiment volunteering. Uh, and one little caveat about that, uh, if you go on certain – Google it on certain websites, you're going to see it missing the sword because uh, every time Boston won a championship, it's tradition for somebody to go snap that sword off and take it home. Uh, so, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, they've installed cameras now, and they haven't had that problem in the last seven years. But uh, if you look at something uh, from two thousand, a championship from two thousand ten or earlier, uh, you're going to see pictures of it with the sword snapped off. So, tell Speak- me about one. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say speaking of uh, championships. So, something that I love. I thought you were going to say speaking of snapping off a sword. <laughs> yeah. There is some of that sometimes, yeah. usually on Fridays. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but. Uh, Speaking of championships, so Boston's uh, passionateness, if that's a word, is pretty incredible. It's 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 better than any other city that I've been to. They are so passionate about their sports. They're and passionate got, about everything. That's man. true. They are. Uh, but I, I tell you something that I enjoyed, and that I think anybody. Even if you're not a, a sports fan, is Fenway Park going to go watch a game and watch the Boston Red Sox play? You know, the, like I said, it's a passionate city, so they really enjoy any sporting event. Uh, they really support all their teams. They've got the Boston Celtics. They've got the New England Patriots that are a little bit outside the city. They've got the Boston Bruins, you know, hockey, uh, which I'm not a huge fan of, but it's it's still pretty neat to, to – 
to kind of see. So, and I'm not a big baseball fan, but we talked about this earlier. Uh, my my biggest baseball memory, my favorite baseball memory, is you and I at this park uh, just a couple years ago uh, at, at uh, Fenway when we we got to. I love the, the experience first of all because you have everybody's out, the fans are all cussing at the field and everybody's got a beer in their hand and they're sloshing beer all over you. It's, it sounds miserable. It's absolutely absolutely wonderful. Uh, the Fenway Frank <laughs> is something that's kind oh, of yeah. legendary. Oh yeah. Uh, and and we got to see a walk off home run uh, to end a game. A we years did ago. against the Yankees, the hated rival. Uh, so anytime that you can see a, a walk-off home run, it makes it exciting. Uh, you know, the Fenway Park itself, it's kind of an old monster, you know. I mean, it's they call it the green monster because it's got that wall that's like 37 feet that lines left field, uh, which is pretty cool. But it's just so old, and it just looks so crappy. Uh, and then when you get in there and all the stadium is filled with the fans, it's just fantastic because they're so into it. They yeah. love it so much. They get into it. And then, you know, they're singing. And something you don't, one of the things you don't think about is uh, it's so blue-collar when you're in there. Because Boston's really not is. what you would call a blue-collar town, but inside Fenway, it is blue-collar. <laughs> it is. And it's definitely blue-collar whenever you're in the – bleacher section in the outfield yeah. it it can get a little vulgar out there don't take your kids out there yep uh but you know everybody gets to a point to where you know they're, they're loving the game most most non-baseball fans they're getting their you know second or third inning they don't care they're leaving the seventh or eighth inning but here you know people are there for for every second of it they're cheering uh it's Pretty terrific atmosphere, and then of course you get to sing "Sweet Caroline" yeah, in the middle of the I eighth inning. That. Yeah, that that was my favorite. That and the Fenway Frank were my two favorite things yeah. about. Yeah, if if you don't love baseball, you gotta love singing "Sweet Caroline." I mean, everybody's into it. It's pretty fantastic. So, what else do you think is a Boston must do? Uh, so, to me, I think uh, going to the. Well, let me go back here. So, we talked about the Duck Tour. Well, all right. So we've got the to me. The duck tour is uh, kind of a must-do. I I did it once. My wife and I did it. She loved it. I thought it was okay. Uh, but um, what it is is it's basically a vehicle that can kind of navigate through the streets and on the water. So you're you're riding through the city of Boston. It kind of takes you around, gives you a little tour of things, tells you about significant places. And then all of a sudden, the next thing you know, you're plunging into the river. And so you've done that. Yes. You don't seem like the kind of guy that would be on it. Is were you on a, a bus that's dressed up like a duck? <laughs> I and, was. Yeah. And you know, sometimes when your wife wants to do something, you just do it. Right? Okay. So, uh, but it it was okay. Um, you know, something else that we did, we did a, a Charles River cruise. Uh, that that was pretty neat because you're kind of riding down the river. You see all these people and they're little canoes or kayaks or whatever they're called, just floating down the river, paddling along like crazy. Uh, so it's a pretty neat way to kind of see the the different city of Boston, a different aspect of it. And that river is is beautiful. I guess we should say for folks that don't know that the Charles River kind of splits uh, the city of Cambridge on the north and Boston on the south, and and uh, which is all really kind of Boston proper uh, yeah. or greater Boston. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it, it is a beautiful – I've been there in the summertime. I've been there in the spring. I've been there in the fall, and it is all all time beautiful. It is. So one other thing that I'll mention uh, when we're talking about the river there is uh, kind of on the other side, uh, on the harbor, 
back bay is what they like to call it. Uh, you can take well tours. So we took a, a well watch tour and went out and uh, probably went 30 minutes away from Boston, 45 minutes, and we got to see some wells. So pretty neat to see that. Uh, yeah, that, that kind of ties into one of my must-dos, which is the Boston Harbor. Uh, I love that area. Uh, they've got legal seafood down there. Uh, my wife and I did uh, a tall ship ride. So they've got they've got these ships. Uh, they're two or three hundred years old, uh, and they're sailboats, and and they have guys that are that are kind of dressed in the sailboat garb from two hundred years ago. And you get on there, and they'll feed you some cocktails and some hors d'oeuvres, and just kind of tour around the harbor a little bit. It's really kind of breathtaking uh, to sail out. We sailed out just at dusk and then turned around and came back in and all the lights of the harbor uh, sailing back in was really beautiful. So that's kind of that's one of the things that I would say. You really probably – you have to get to the harbor. If you don't do a whale tour or you don't do, do uh, a tall ship ride, uh, you definitely have to go down to the harbor and eat some lobster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, lobster. It's where it's at. Uh, so – I think kind of in that general area, Faneuil Hall as well. You know, you're a big fan of that, right? Yeah, so that's there's a marketplace right there. Uh, so Faneuil Hall is a historical spot. Uh, it's where uh, I think I think all of the immigrants were sworn in there before Ellis Island. So for a while, all em- immigrants that were sworn in were sworn in there, uh, and it's where a lot of our laws uh, laws for this country were were kind of started and talked about and and made into into you know, codified. Yeah. Uh, so our, uh, our boss's wife was yep. actually sworn in there. As a so it's, so that's yeah. pretty neat. It's, it's a significant event for him as well. Uh, but it's also got little shops. It's got some restaurants down there. Pretty neat place to kind of go. Cheers is down there. If, oh yeah. Yeah. I can't forget about cheers yeah. where everybody knows your name. Yeah. Uh, but lots of little shops where you can buy some t-shirts or trinkets or whatever you want to take home with you. Uh, but pretty Pretty neat little area. So what else do you think is a, is a must-do for Boston? So I'm obviously going to talk about food. I'm a huge foodie. All right, let's foodie. move on to food. Let's okay, do it. Let's okay, do it. okay. That's a must-do. It yeah, it doesn't is. have yeah, to be. Okay. I agree. All right. So uh, I'll tell you about my favorite restaurant in Boston. Well, first, let me tell you about the area. The North End is a pretty great place. It's uh, it's well, it's in the North End, yeah. oddly enough. Little Italy. Uh, yes. It's it's kind of Little Italy. You know, you have the what you would think of the Italian mobsters up there. You hear people talking whenever you're walking around, and you really think that somebody's going to get buried in a backyard up there. That's how great it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I call that great. but Well, for some of us, it's great. Yeah. Some of us love burying yeah, you're, people. Yeah, you're the kind of guy that likes to hit somebody <laughs> in the head with a shovel. I understand. That, yes, yes. Uh, so the North End, it's a lot of restaurants up there. It's It's got all your Italian seafood-type places. And, and there's probably no place that's bad to eat. No, there. you can go to any of those. And I've been to several of them, and they're all good. Uh, but the place that I continue to go back time and time again is called the Daily Catch. It's a little hole in the wall. Uh, you I mean, and I've been there. Yeah, you said hole in the wall. <laughs> I said little. Yeah, this place is a closet. It is. Uh, yes, <laughs> there there are just a couple of tables in there, maybe three that seat four or five people, uh, and just a tiny little area for the cook. And uh, when we were in there, uh, every time the waitress had to go by, I had to push my chair in so she could get past me. Well, that's because you're so fat. Yeah, that's yeah. But uh, no, it, so it's your mom seems. Like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> and here we should go. Okay, all right. So it's. 
It's about, uh, I think it holds 20 people. I think I counted last time we were in there. It's it's old school. There's no menu. The the menu is on the wall. Which it holds 20 people, which is maybe a fifth <laughs> of what's waiting outside. <laughs> That's because true. Because we waited for an hour and a half. The, the line was all the way down the block and kind of around the corner. Let me tell you all, if you're going to go to this place, do not try to go on a Saturday or Sunday for lunch. You need to try to go, uh, or Friday night for that matter, Saturday night. Um, you need to try to go during an off-peak time because you're going to wait if you go during those times. Uh, but it's got the best calamari I've ever had. So if you're a fan of calamari, even if you're not a fan of calamari, you got to get it. Man, it is yeah, so you try good. It. I agree. It was, it was pretty delicious. That, and we had – I think we ordered three or four appetizers. Yeah. And it was plenty of food. Uh, for four grown men, well, three and a half, uh, <laughs> and everything was delicious. It really was, and you, you can't go wrong with any of it. Uh, it's it's pretty fantastic, but it, it's a frequent hot spot for me anytime I go there. And speaking of hot fo- spot, the uh, the other place that I love <laughs> is directly you, across the street. <laughs> listen, you're sending people down, guys. Don't don't listen to him. He's sending you down the wrong path. Okay. So anyway, we we might slightly disagree on this, but uh, no, Mike's we wholeheartedly <laughs> disagree. Uh, I went the first time I went to Boston. I went and waited in line for Mike's pastries uh, at your recommendation, and it was fantastic. It recommendation. was an hour a half, hour and a half of my life wasted. <laughs> uh, we we walked outside, opened the pastry box, and I immediately thought. I could have gotten this at Walmart. <laughs> you could not. They're homemade. They are so good. So you get a cannoli. Yeah. You, you know, love they have all anything kinds with of cream you're going to love. I understand that. <laughs> okay. This is PG-13. Can we yeah, get you, it back to yeah, PG? Yeah. All Listen, right. don't, don't waste your time on Mike's Pastries. It's, it's legendary. I cannot figure out why it's legendary. Uh, it's uh, it, it's. You can get it at any pastry shop in any city. Okay. Boston is America's city. If you don't like America, don't go there. If you don't like cannolis, then you're not American. That's all there is to it. But it is fantastic. You have to go get a chocolate agree to chip disagree. cannoli. Agree to disagree. Uh, I will not agree to disagree because I agree that it is fantastic. So anyway, you got to go. Uh, don't listen to this guy. Just try it once. If you don't like it, sorry. You know, they're not going to give you your money back, but it's only like three dollars. So you'll, same thing you'll be your mom okay. said to me. Uh, <laughs> speaking of food, I want to talk about uh, my favorite restaurant there. Well, I, I, well, I do love the Daily Catch, uh, Union Oyster House. Yes, uh, historic. Uh, the last time we were there together, uh, we actually sat in the Kennedy booth, which was uh, pretty awesome. Uh, it's, this is the booth, kind of tucked away on the second floor in the corner that uh, that the Kennedys used to frequent. Uh, and and I don't know, maybe still do, uh, but I know John doesn't, but maybe the rest of the Kennedys do. Uh, so. John's like your mom, right? <laughs> that's, oh, okay. that's probably right. Okay. Uh, my mom's name is not John. Uh, but So we were there. When we were there, I guess it's been like a year and a half ago. Yeah. And we yeah. sat in that booth. It was uh, – the, the food is great. Uh, they've – we – Touch base on some uh, great seafood earlier. They're, it's going to be oysters, uh, obviously. They have got a nice uh, little oyster bar. I've yeah, actually never sat there, but I've sat really there and watched cool people. oyster bar. When you walk in, it's it's almost the si- the length of the the actual restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, and there's just a ton of guys behind there just shucking oysters. Shucking away. They are shucking and handing them to people right there. So it's, it's kind of a neat. Love shucking. Yeah, I know you do. 
Uh, and it's kind of neat to see. Uh, they have great, great clam chowder. They do. Uh, which is it's it's kind of legendary. You talked you were talking about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, who, who? Where else can you go and sit in a booth that says this is John F. Kennedy's booth? That that's really cool. Really neat to see. And uh, you know, it's a it's a fantastic place. It's in a nice little area. Uh, it's just down from the north end. You, you you can get off at one of the main T stops right there. And, it's uh, kind of between the the North End and Boston Commons, kind of between it and the park. Yeah, yeah, and then Faneuil Hall's right there too. Yep. So it, it's all, like I said, Boston's yep. so, a pretty small city. So but. if you uh, if you you wanted to, you could start your day uh, kind of walking around the the Boston Common a little bit. You could hit uh, lunch for Union Oyster House, mm-hmm. uh, visit Faneuil Hall. Walk around, shop a little bit, and then you're going to head right over to the north end. Yeah, to get a cannoli, gonna, obviously. No, you're going to go to the Daily Catch, and then you're going to go cannoli. to Walmart cannoli. and pick up a cannoli. <laughs> so there's several other places to get a cannoli, but, you know, why wouldn't you go to the place that literally has the line around the block that's 50 yards, 100 yards I'm long guessing, at time? I'm guessing pretty sure it's got to be pretty folks, good. It's that. It, or just like me, they they all get up there and then they're idiots, very disappointed, uh, they, and they're wondering why they waited in this line. But back to the Union Oyster House, uh, so that whole area uh, is littered with uh, bars and and shops and so forth. And uh, right around the corner from Union Oyster House, you'll find the Green Dragon Tavern. Uh, and although every uh, bar in Boston claims to be the oldest bar in Boston. Uh, you'll see that signs on every every bar. They all say they're the oldest. Uh, but this one uh, does have the distinction of being uh, one place that Paul Revere used to frequent. And they've, they talk about the fact that uh, this is where the start of the revolution, uh, this is where folks uh, met together uh, in this kind of pub and uh, public house, and they would just drink beer in the evening, drink, eat some fish and chips, and talk about which they have great fish and chips. It's a great lunch spot too, uh, oh, yeah. and just talk about uh, what was wrong with the world and how they were going to fix it. Yeah. So you talked about that, and going back to the old Union Oyster House, it's the it's the oldest continuously operated restaurant in America. Are you are you just reading something off of a card? I thought I we were just talking about what we have knew. done that. I'm yeah. I'm not quite sure, but it's important history. It is. It is important. We yeah. move, we've moved on. Yeah. So uh, lots of lots of bars in that area there that are pretty neat too. Um, and you know what what's great about that is you can go get uh, just a. A boiled lobster at any of those places for fifteen. Oh yeah, I'm gonna tell you my lobster story right now. Okay, so the, you got crabs. I get yeah, it. That's the first time oh. that I, the first time I went to Boston. Uh, my wife had never had lobster, so it's first of all you're gonna eat lobster when you're in Boston because it's super cheap. Uh, I think it was fifteen or sixteen dollars uh, for this giant lobster. So we each got a lobster. Uh, they brought them out, steamed them, brought them out. It's beautiful. It's up. It's you know sitting right there on the plate and. The, First thing she does is crack it open. Mouth is watering. Yeah, I can see that. You, you got some slobber. Uh, first thing she does is crack it open, and you know, all the guts spill out. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, that meant I had two lobsters okay. because she uh, she her appetite was lost. She ate a baked potato for dinner, <laughs> and I had two lobsters. Uh, but it's it was we ate uh, right there uh, on the harbor. It's it lobsters everywhere there. Yeah. Anyway, you were talking earlier about uh, uh, lobster roll. Too. Oh yeah, lobster roll. So that's that's another thing. 
if uh, if you haven't had one of those, give it a shot. You know, I don't know that they're for everybody. I think. Uh, well, I think you have to try it though. You do. You yeah. definitely do. It's it's worth a shot. It's um, basically. I mean, Bostonians. That's like their hot dog. Yeah. I mean, they're just they're just gonna eat lobster on this on a it's. Some kind of lobster salad on a roll. It's, it's weird. It's almost like a coleslaw with lobster kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, uh, that, that's a good way to describe it. But uh, it, it, I've had some really good ones, and I've had some really bad ones. So yeah, uh, and they, they kind of range. You can get them like really mayonnaise-y, or you yeah. can get it kind of vinegary with, without mayonnaise. Uh, it's, uh, but both are delicious. The first time we had uh, a lobster roll uh, was we were there actually for the 4th of July, uh, which is uh, kind of talk about uh, – Another place there, this, the Hatch Memorial Shell. Uh, they call it the Shell. It's where the Boston Pops plays. They have, it's an amphitheater uh, right there on the Charles River where they, uh, uh, they do all of their – you know, you see the fireworks and everything in Boston on the 4th of July. That's where all of this stuff kind of takes place. Uh, but they have food trucks set up, and we were there, and, and we, we grabbed a lobster roll, and it was, it was delicious. But that's only – I'm only saying that to lead into my 4th of July Boston story, uh, which is – uh, we're out there uh, kind of enjoying the Boston Pops, and they've got people coming up and introducing other people, and they had you know, some pop people come up and sing. And uh, kind of in the middle of this, uh, somebody comes and says, hey, hey uh, how are you guys enjoying it? And everybody's cheering, and, uh, and he says, uh, anybody here from, from not from Boston? Of course, there's a few claps because there's about half the audience that's not from Boston. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and he says, hey, uh, so how do you uh, – how do you like our fair city? A few more claps. And he says, this is the 4th of July. How do you guys like America? You know what? We invented America. <laughs> and the place erupted. And that kind of is what we talk about all the time is they love – Boston loves their city. That is so Boston. That story couldn't be more Boston right there. Pretty fantastic. Yeah. All right. So – what else? Anything else with food you want to talk about? I guess we can talk about clam chowder. You know, if you're going to go to Boston, you got to get some clam chowder. Uh, it, I'll tell you, one of the one of the most famous places. So anywhere that you go to get clam chowder is going to be good. But one of the most famous places is a place called Legal Seafood, and they're known for uh, preparing clam chowder as uh, as a appetizer, I guess, soup for the presidential inaugurations. And they've been doing that for I don't know how long. It, they usually have a placemat that they give you whenever you go into their restaurants. There's several up there, and uh, you know they're not just in Boston. You know, there's some in like DC and other places. But uh, yeah, but they get the real ones right there on the harbor. Yeah, yep. yeah, right there on the harbor. You can get legal seafood. And uh, but they they boast how they've done so many presidential inaugurations in a row. So I guess if you're doing that, then you're doing something right. Uh, but uh, pretty pretty good. You got to get some chowder. That's what they yeah. call it while they while you're in Boston. So I think we've we've kind of laid a good base for what to what to do in Boston. Obviously, there's a lot of it uh, revolves around food because uh, uh, we we both we, yeah we both like to eat. We do, uh, and we, we do. hope that everybody else that's, that's listening to this likes to eat also. Uh, but what are some things? So if you have just a couple of days in Boston, you were going to hit the places that we were just talking about. But if you're there for three or four days, maybe a week, what are some places that you think you you might not hit? If you're just there a couple of days, but are worth seeing. So I, I think that you could uh, hit like Salem and see the witchcraft stuff. You know, that's, that's not that's, Boston. Yes, that's not Boston. Oh, so you're you're still talking no, about? You, in, no, you, you no, do whatever okay. you want, man. Okay, well, you just, you just don't listen well. Yeah, apparently yeah. not. I, I kind of zone out. Usually, when that's what happens when when you're talking. Yeah. But uh, Plymouth, you know, Plymouth, Your Massachusetts. Mom never zones out. <laughs> 
Okay. You guys see what I'm dealing with here? This is just ridiculous. Okay. Uh, Cape Cod, you know, the, those are some, some areas that are all close, you know, within a day, really not even a full day, but just a few hours away. They're not exactly in the city, but I think you're talking about places that are in the city. So you can't talk about kind of Boston and, and what's in the city without talking about Harvard. Cause it's just right down the road. And, uh, the Basically, road or the river? It's right across the river. Yeah. yeah. Well, the road, yeah. the river, the yeah. T, whatever. Yeah. You know, listen, I didn't go there, so I don't know. Yeah, you, I'm, you, you know, I tell everybody, uh, I actually got into Harvard. It's easy. You just get off the T and walk in. Yeah. Uh, it really is. It's right off the red line of the T that actually has a stop that's called Harvard. It's a pretty neat little place. Uh, you, anybody can go check it out. We actually went and watched a football game there. We did. Enough. I forgot yeah. all about that. Yeah. Uh, we, we were uh, maybe, Maybe 20% of the people in the stadium, and there were five of us. So what's awesome is I talked about how great the fan bases are and how they love their sports there. And then you go to Harvard, and literally there's hundreds of people at this yeah, football maybe. game. There was a, guy, a great football game, actually. Turned out to be a great football game. But well, they there were was playing a, Rhode Island, and, and everybody in Boston talks about uh, how much they hate Rhode Island. Yeah. There was a guy in the, at the game in the stadium running laps with his shirt off <laughs> at the top of the stadium. And he didn't, he didn't have to move at all. He had a whole row that he could run the entire stadium laps while a football game was going on. That's how few people were there. He had plenty of rows towards the top that yeah. nobody was messing with. The him. guy that we went with bought five tickets uh, <laughs> two years ago, and they've emailed him every football season since telling him he was one of their – best customers would he like five more tickets yeah yeah and nobody showed they and there were quite a few people at the tailgate so we showed up early on friday night uh went to the tailgate uh and it, they, they had food trucks there it's what you yeah. would think harvard tailgate would be because it was it was kind of upscale was, the food was great we had a few beers and uh and it's game time food trucks pack up can't take your beer into the stadium. So everybody drops their bottles off, and we walk down into the stadium. And as we're walking, uh, you can see people dispersing because they are not going to this game. <laughs> they, food, they were yeah. just there for the beer they're and food. They're ready to yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, so while you're in Harvard and after you tour the campus a little bit, there's a place called Mr. Bartley's. Fantastic hamburgers, and they just have the craziest. How do you not weigh 500 pounds? That's all you talk about. <laughs> Some of these people that don't see me through this might might not know. Uh, anyway, Mr. Bartley's fantastic place, so good, uh, great hamburgers. Uh, it, it's got the most random names. I wish I could think of some of them right now, but they have a hamburger, great job, a name for <laughs> for each hamburger, and it's just the craziest off the the wall names. But uh, all their hamburgers are good. It's interesting place because they're going to sit you. It, you know, if if it's packed, they're going to sit you with a table at a table with somebody else, and it's, it's just, kind of European. Yeah, sit it right is. There. It is, which some, that's pretty cool for some people. Some people not so cool, uh, but you know, be prepared because you may be having some neighbors with you that are eavesdropping or talking to you. But um, pretty good stuff there. I'd say another another place in Boston that I think is a pretty. I'm going to talk about this. Do. Talk about this. We we just looked up. Oh yeah, Mister uh, Bartley's. Okay, some of the burger names. The Tom Brady so. Triumphant. Yeah. Well, I guess not anymore after this year. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> Listen, we're trying to make friends, not enemies. The Mike Pence. Well, I, I didn't say anything. You know, I'm not talking bad about it. I just said he's not a champ this year. The Mike Pence 
is bacon, American cheese, grilled onions, jalapenos, and fries. The Caitlin really? Jenner. Why would that be the Mike Pence? I, is he spicy? I, I don't understand that. I don't know. I don't it seems know. like it would be American cheese and white bread. Ooh, you might like this one. Beyonce hot. Cajun bacon. You don't have to say anymore. <laughs> I love it. Oh, and here's another one that's speaking your language. Viagra. <laughs> Rise, uh, you don't rise, have to say anymore. I love it. Rise <laughs> I will to the take occasion. two of those. <laughs> Blue cheese dressing, bacon, lettuce, tomato with French fries, add jalapenos. What was the Caitlyn Jenner? Oh, the Caitlyn Jenner. That was our producer, that Paul, is, who looked this up for us because we are too stupid to use yeah, an iPhone. Electronics. You know, we bring paper to this stuff. Come on. Uh, it is Caitlyn Jenner, you go girl. It's with a fried egg, bacon, and American cheese. So a fried egg. Okay. Not yeah. sure what they mean by that. Yeah. So yeah. pretty good stuff there. But anyway, so you can try any of them you want. Ooh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Nobody wants that burger. Nobody wants that burger. Yeah. No. There's a Cuba one. Okay. All right, move on. Move on. Okay. Move sorry, on. sorry. I got sidetracked. I was yeah. thinking about food again. You know how I am. Yeah. Okay, so what else, you know, anywhere else that you'd recommend kind of Well, I think that uh, kind of synonymous with Boston for people that have never been there, uh, besides the sports, is Sam Adams. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you can tour Sam Adams. That's, you know, obviously that's where where the brewery got its start. They don't actually make the beer there now. They just do the first runs and the experimental stuff and whenever they're trying stuff out. Uh, But uh, if you take the tea down south, uh, you will will, uh, be able to get off – and go to the Sam Adams Brewery, uh, t- take a tour. You'll see how they come up with all of these uh, crazy beers. And then the best part of it is afterwards, there's free beer. So <laughs> they're going to let you try all the beers that they have on tap uh, uh, right there at, at the brewery. So that's kind of a fun thing to do. You talked about Harvard, MIT's right there if you wanted to True. walk around campus. Uh, you can just walk uh, right down the park along the Charles River, which is which is beautiful. Uh, we said earlier that Boston's really a walkable town. There's cobblestone streets mm-hmm. everywhere. Uh, it's you're always going to feel safe, uh, and you can you can walk really. Uh, I've never been anywhere in the city that I didn't feel like that I felt like I needed to look over my shoulder. Yeah, and just speaking of the cobblestone streets, they're just so neat to see. I always feel like I'm in kind of a different city. You're not in a not in a U.S. city whenever I'm walking down those cobblestone streets, but I always enjoy seeing those. Um, but uh, Chinatown, we didn't mention yeah, Chinatown. We didn't. Uh, yeah, they, have, they have a thriving Chinatown. They do very nice. Uh, one of the better Chinatowns, uh, I guess that that there are in the U.S. But really good dim sum. I've eaten there before. Um, not eaten there at dim sum. Eating, I've eaten some dim sum in what Chinatown. What the hell are you trying to say? Yeah, yeah, okay, you know, gonna, yeah just move Just on. get some move good on. Chinese food in yeah, Chinatown. Yeah, yeah, you know. Can do that. All right. So what else? The, the I'd say one of the other things that we did that I thought was pretty neat. You know, on a clear day, you can go to the Prudential Center, which is the tallest building in the city. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And they have like a, a viewing deck or a viewing area. So it's. Did pretty, you say deck? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so pretty neat to get out there and be able to see the the city again on a clear day. You can see Harvard. You can see MIT. You can see Fenway. You can see all throughout Boston. You can see the Charles River. Beautiful yeah, that was one views. of the things that was surprising to me because I, I had been to Boston several times and had never been up there until this last time that we went. And, yeah, it's 
360 views. So you know, mm-hmm. you've got a, a walkway all, right, all the way around uh, this building, and you can see in every direction. And, and uh, it really is pretty – it's kind of staggering. It's, it's, uh, it really it's, is. It's very interesting. See, uh, we talked earlier about uh, all the universities. There are uh, like 17 university, universities in the Boston area. Uh, you can see MIT and Harvard and Boston College is right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Boston University is right there. Uh, so – uh, kind of, kind of an interesting thing uh, to see. It is. Well, I think awesome. we've given folks uh, a pretty good idea of what to see when you're in Boston. These are only the things that we like. I think that uh, uh, there are tons of other things. There are, uh, but yes. this is a this is a, a kind of a starting point. Uh, we're going to try to do this uh, as often as we can. Just talk about cities that we love, maybe some cities that we hate, uh, and uh, and just kind of give you an overview. Uh, so that you can uh, you can kind of make some decisions on what you want to do yeah. uh, when you head to the city. Do you have any final thoughts? So in summary, go to Mike's Pastry and get a cannoli. So good. You have to do it. But seriously, also go to the North End anywhere and just go get you something to eat. Fantastic. You know? so I noticed that you said in summary, which makes me think that you're 78. <laughs> Is that right? Sometimes I feel that way, yes. Okay. Well, I, I think I'll leave you with What this, is uh, your summary? Uh, well, <laughs> well I, I don't know that I have one, but I'll <laughs> leave you with a final thought. And that's a – hey, think about this. One thing that we want, want you to know is it's better to go someplace that you don't like uh, than to never go anyplace at all. So I agree with that wholeheartedly. If you go somewhere said, you I don't like – I said like, final thought. Yeah. Oh, we're done. Okay. Well, I said I didn't, final thought. I didn't get my final no, thought. No, I yet. see. I, you wasted it on in summary. Anyway, in summary. Yeah. We're uh, done. <laughs> Okay. You guys have a, All right. You guys have a good day. Thanks good for evening. Listening. Good yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Get out of here. See you.